1: I'd like to see the pre-show. I'd like to see the guys. and uh, But, I mean, during the game, it's it's a whole other story. I mean, it's not my team anymore. Um, you know, nothing against the Broncos or anything. I wish them the best of luck, but it's not my team, and it's going to be hard to watch uh, knowing that I should be out there.
0: That is the voice of Ryan Strasnitsky. Of course, he was on that bus with his team going to that hockey game many, many months ago, and he survived. He is now uh, paralyzed from the neck down. He will not be on the ice tonight, of course. And it's not even known if he will watch the game. He was asked, you know, are you going to watch the game? He doesn't know if he can. But he is every day, including today, going through therapy to relearn, you know, walking. The basics. Everything basic, he has to learn again. So it's not known if he'll be able to watch his old team. And none of his teammates, other than a couple, being there on the ice. It's very emotional for him. And emotional uh, coast to coast because Canada's game is kicking off a new season for a team that everyone in Canada has adopted because they experienced the unimaginable. And so they hit the ice any time, which will be about 9.30 our time. And this, of course, is a team 16 were killed, another 13 injured, and it affected everyone. We've all taken a very keen interest in Humboldt. We put our arms around the team. And so tonight, the game will be played. Just two of the original players will lace up. This is a whole new team. All new coaches, new staff, new play-by-play announcer, new, you know, uh, uniforms, doctors, you name it. And they will hit the ice against the team that they were to face off against when that tragedy struck the nipple 1 Hawks. So a very, very tough game. And of course, everyone hoping for the hope that this is another step in the healing. Kim Layton worked with one of those, Derek Patter. He is one of two survivors of that bus crash who will play in the game tonight. He's an athletic training coach who has spent months working with Derek, you know, helping him get back the body he once had and the mind that was very injured from this accident. He is driving to the game in Saskatoon, So he can be at that game to watch his student, his guy, Derek, hit the ice. He joins me now. Kim, you've been on the road uh, driving a long, long time to get to a game that the whole nation really will be watching. Not to see a win, not to see a medal, but just to see uh, and make sure that the humble Broncos know that Canada cares. What's it like for you?
1: Uh, It's going to be an amazing night. I mean, obviously, very emotional, uh, happy and sad you know everyone's celebrating the fact that this team is back on the ice that a couple of the boys are on the uh, on the team ready to go but you know they'll also be mourning the loss of all the others but uh you know I think it's time to move on and 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 really embrace the the future
0: yeah you worked with uh, a young player named Derek Patter he um was one of the boys who had survived how did you get involved with working with him? And, you know, he's getting on the ice tonight, really, I think. Yeah. And he'll be carrying the banner with one other player of the originals uh, to carry the banner of, of a lot of teammates that are gone.
1: Um, yeah, so Derek and I have worked together for the last four years, um, and I've handled all of his off-ice conditioning. You know, And uh, he, he's a great kid to work with, super driven. He's definitely not your typical natural athlete um, in that, you know he's not as tall as everyone else but you know he may not have that perfect body type but that kid works harder than anybody I know and competes every single time he's in anything and that's what's helped to bring him back
0: okay and so what were the injuries that Derek suffered in that crash that night and you know take us through some of the work because your job essentially was to train him and his body how to work again
1: Yeah, so he uh, he fractured his leg, um, had some massive head trauma. So, you know, to the point where he actually doesn't remember that night. So, a little bit of a blessing in disguise. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you never want to be in a contact sport, you know, knowing that you've had this big head trauma and obviously some internal stuff from being bounced around. He was actually thrown from the bus, and uh, you know, when we when he got back, um, his surgeon said to him, you know. Hey, listen, realistically, you might skate by fall and you'll probably be ready to go by Christmas. And he started to do his rehab and his physio and started to kind of find his way back to the gym. He I, I remember him just saying, you know what? Screw Christmas. I'm ready. For, I'm, I'm going to be ready for opening night. And I was like, well, let's be realistic in, in, in what our goals are here. You know, you've got some pretty significant things. And there was no budging that kid. He
0: yeah. was,
1: was going to be ready to go.
0: Seems like the team kind of had that right through it uh, from the stories we've heard, whether it was one young man uh, who lost his life giving all his organs, uh, you know, up, uh, every story we've heard of this team shows that they had a real leadership quality about them. But it's not just about the, the muscles and fixing the bones and, and the head injury. I mean, you have to fix him internally. What was that like? Because in order for him to get back on the ice, I have to think it's very emotional.
1: Absolutely. Um, where. In, in my gym where we train, we truly are a little family. And, you know, we don't hold anything back from each other. Boys chirp each other incessantly. You know? We make fun of each other. We celebrate each other's highs. We, you know, we, we mourn each other's lows. And when we started our off, uh, off-season off conditioning, he wasn't ready to be there yet. Mm-hmm. And he he called me and said, can I just come watch all I need right now? is to be around the boys. And um, so, of course, you know, get in here. And he would. He would come every day and just hang out. And he would book his physio appointments so that they were, they were right after. They're in the same facility so that he could hang out and then go do his rehab and be more motivated knowing that he's missing the time that these other guys are all getting better. And I think that played probably one of the biggest roles in his healing over anything was just that he could be around his friends, that tight-knit bunch, and they loved him and supported him, and they wanted to see him back probably just as bad as he wanted to be back.
0: I have to think, though, that there's got to be some moments that there's going to be fear. I mean, just getting back on a bus, traveling with the team, kind of well, going through the motions of what you used to do that took your friends away, all of that has to play a role.
1: 100%. I mean, there was actually one point in the summer he wanted to go to this music festival, but, you know, I was unsure about... Uh, do I want to drive? Do I want to go with buddies? Like, what do I want to do? And without even thinking, I'm like, well, dude, they have a bus. Why don't you just take a bus and go? And, like, the death stare that he gave me after that, I was like, oh, that might have been too soon. Sorry, man. And then I remember after that session, I just kind of put my arm around him and I said, you do know you have to get back on a bus. And you could see in his face that he, like, he did not want to talk about that. He did, like, and now... I mean, he's ready. Like he's, he's kind of gone through the stages of, of grief and he, he's, he's got his mind into a set where he is ready. And, um, I mean, I mean, for the word that he's ready to go tonight.
0: How important is tonight to Derek?
1: (sighs) You know what? Since he probably woke up that first night in the hospital, um, Knowing that he'd lost half his teammates, it's probably been the only thing on his mind Mm. all day long is to get back on that ice for his boys, for his team, and for his town. Like, I don't think any of us can comprehend what those two boys are going to go through um, emotionally and mentally tonight until that first puck is dropped.
0: Absolutely. I have to think that it will take them through a whole new part of the grief process that they had no idea even existed.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah. Um, And how did you get involved with them? I mean, how did you somehow uh, become intersected into their lives?
1: Um, You know what? There's there's a few strength and conditioning facilities in the city of Edmonton and and uh, they checked a few out and they decided that they they wanted to work with me and we took them on. That was that was about it. There wasn't anything spectacular or, you know, like, oh, my gosh, we crossed paths because X, Y and Z happened. Just a just a regular kid playing hockey. That decided, oh, I believe this is the guy to take me to that level. And so, over the last few years, I've watched him mature as an adult. I've watched him get stronger, faster, more powerful. Um, he had in his brain early on that he wanted. I mean, every kid wants to be drafted and go to the NHL, right? But he knew that's that's a far off dream. So, more realistic to him was. He wanted to play junior A hockey and try to get a scholarship for university. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he had a hard time making things And then he got given a chance up in northern Saskatchewan, played there for a year, was one of their top points getter on the team, and then he was traded to Humboldt. And that was a couple seasons ago. And mm-hmm. in his final year of junior A hockey, college, you know, he is literally – Living out his goals and dreams that he has had for probably the past four or five years, and it's so exciting to see after everything he's gone through.
0: Yeah. Well, do us a favor from Toronto, because I know uh, you're off to that game soon. Give Derek uh, our very best and let the team know that uh, we're all we're all watching from far away. I absolutely will. Kim, thank you so much. That is uh, Kim Layton. We had a bit of phone problems because, of course, he's trying to drive to the game all through those back roads to get there for the ice, uh, I guess the puck dropping. But it will be emotional, no question about it. On Point on Global News Radio.